episode of Interschnitzel, where we discuss news, pop culture, and the internet, all from inside the studios here at Vitro New York. The stories we'll discuss today are from the Nerd Letter, of course, a collection of the most relevant links sent to your inbox daily. Today is Friday, August 17th, 2012. I'm Matt Van Hoven, and I'm joined, as always, by Vitro's head of social, Mr. Colin Murphy. Toodaloo, Mr. Van Hoven. <laughs> Toodaloo, Mr. Murphy. <laughs> Toodaloo. This week, we've got some awesome stuff for you. Um, namely, an opportunity Ooh. for all of our listeners to get involved in the show Ooh. Uh, to help us rename this thing. Oh, my god! We got a little lazy. How did we come up with Interschnitzel? I like Interschnitzel, but we got a little bit lazy. It's a little lazy. So yeah. we're going to crowdsource... Um, yes. Some new names. The Lazy you Men's have Advertising. Any ideas? <laughs> any ideas? Yes. Literally. Any. any. We will take any. Send them to at Colin Murphy, Please. at Van Hoven, and we will probably use whatever you come up with. Okay. Anything. <laughs> the most clicked story this week, there's two of them that were really, really good, that, uh, holy cow, do you know what the Kepler Observatory is, Colin? No. Tell okay. me. Okay. <laughs> Here's what it is. All right. What is it? In my best space voice. Okay. Kepler is a space observatory launched by NASA to discover Earth-like planets orbiting other stars. That was the worst space voice I've ever heard in my entire life. I'm going to pretend you didn't say that. Uh, this thing is basically a big telescope, and it's careening through space. It's gathering data on the Milky Way looking for Earth-like planets. Um, yeah, very Battlestar Galactica-ish. All okay. right. <laughs> so the video that you, you'd have to see okay. is... It's basically a compendium of data that they've turned into a clip. So mm. what it is is there's a sun or a star that has mm. 2,000 planets around it, and mm. they show you what all these planets spinning around this thing looks like. It's awesome. It's, oh, my God. It is not your average fifth-grade shoebox diorama. No, it's so much better. Like, I wish we had this in science class, and I would not have thought science sucked so much as, like, a little kid. I love a it plus. now. But... A plus to that video. Yeah, A plus, for sure, for sure, for sure. I would actually, there was actually something else, too. The, the, there was a video of a cat singing the Game of Thrones opener. <laughs> I'm going to preface this. It is really weird. Okay, and we're going to play a quick clip for you. Okay, here we go. Oh my god, it's it's so good. It I it reached one million views. And it was sent to me by three different people. And this is just further proof that we, everyone, don't deny it. We are weird. We are weird. We are weird. Okay, it's not just us, not just Van Hoven and I. You too, whoever's listening to this, all right? You're weird. Everyone You are all gonna be whistling Dixie to that song. <laughs> On your way home today. What? The, what is that? You know, what does I'm, that mean? Uh, you know what? Let's not. Let's not. Let's just move on. From okay. That. Okay. <laughs> I'm really upset about this next. This next. Uh, this idea. Okay. That All right. Oxford what? Dictionary has been doing for a couple of years. Every year they, they add words to the dictionary, mm. and they're selling the hell out. They're selling out. They're selling out. Yes. Really. Listen to these words they've added. All right. Come on. Oh my come gosh. On. Tweeps. 
oh tweeps. Okay. All right. Photobombing. Wikipedian. It's not a word. All right. It's, a, it's like five <laughs> different words in there. Okay. Vajazzling is a word. <laughs> okay. That's legit. All right. And NSFW on that one, if NSFW, you look it up. NSFW, sorry. If you, it's, it's a little late. You're supposed to do it before. Douche yeah. is another word they've added. Okay. Let me, let me tell you. Actually, my favorite one was muhahaha. <laughs> <laughs> and they correct, and they spelled it. They actually gave us the. Now they have sealed the the spelling of it. Oh, three ha's, I believe. It's a m a moi. Uh huh. And three and ha's. Some ha's. Yes, but there is a debate, as as Van Helven. You know said what? It. Okay, so I'm I, okay. I'm a I'm an aficionado. I like to say of words. Okay. I'm not actually that good at them, but I like to think I am. Okay. And it annoys me that we have de- like lowered ourselves to this level. Like oh. moi, ha, are you kidding me? Like really? Like it's funny, but at the end of the day. The English language is so robust already. We have so many unused words. Why are we resorting to, like, just the, the lowest common denominator with our language? All right. It's being to dragged count- into the mud. Let me counter your point, okay? Now, I think that I think the debate of what we're talking about right here is whether or not Oxford is losing or gaining credibility. Yes. Okay? And I think they're gaining credibility. Oh. Okay? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Mr. Van Hoven. Okay, oh. here we go. I think they're gaining credibility because English is an ever-expanding language, and Oxford, that's their product, is the English language, okay? It's the dictionary, right? And we salute companies for manipulating their products to keep up with current times. I mean, oh, I mean, every company in the world that is successful is doing this, okay? So why can't Oxford, okay? And the last point, Mr. Van Hoven, let me make this, okay? The blame is not on Oxford, okay? It's on us, you know, you're saying that, like, yeah, Oxford should, uh, you know, maintain the, the English language and make sure that, you know, it's amazing. But it's expanding its language so that, you know, we are the ones to blame because we're using them, you know? It's just human creativity that we're just creating these words, and it's becoming pop culture. Totally all right? noted. Totally noted. Let me just yes. use a simile. Look that one up in the Oxford Dictionary. Oh, all right. Okay. To explain this. All right. Not be a simile. But that's not the point. <laughs> uh, when you, when you, you, McDonald's has invented a product called the McGriddle. It is a sausage with pancakes. It is delicious. It is the least healthy food per item I'm pretty sure you can buy at McDonald's. This is true. I, I buy it only when I'm on road trips, and it's like a guilty pleasure. If I, Get I your point. Eat, I could eat it every day, but I would, it would lose its – first of all, it would lose its value. Okay. And second of all, it would be, I would be incredibly unhealthy. I think that same idea applies here. Words are our currency. They are our – our value as communicators. Okay. The better we use them, the more succinctly we use them, the better we're going to be. If we are just using like mwah ha 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 today, what's it going to be tomorrow? Like it's it's too flashpoint. It's too uh, we're just we're just sucking on the teat of pop culture here with this one, and I think it's not going to be re- valid soon. Like in a hundred years, people aren't going to be using mwah ha 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 ha, but they will be using maniacal laugh. Maniacal laugh. Oh, I mean that's kind of smart. Okay, like maniacal laugh has its history, but. I disagree. I think that they're just keeping up their product with the times. And they're adding them. They're not, like, they're not subtracting old words, you know. They're not subtracting maniacal laugh. All right. But they're just, in, they're, I mean, you have a valid point, but I think both sides of the debate are worthy. And this is a little heated, you know. Let's just move on. Yeah, okay? I'm going to word punch you in the neck pretty soon. Oh, here. really? We what do you got? Come on. Yeah. What, give me a word. What do you got? I'm a nice guy. So let's just talk about the fact that when you Google your name, okay. anyone does this. We all do this. Things happen. Things happen. What happens when you uh, when you do it? Um, Colin Murphy, the British comedian, he takes over the page. Uh, basically, I hope he's funnier than you are. Oh, 
When, wow. Was that cold? That's a little salt <laughs> left over from the Man. last one. Okay, all right. When you Google my name, uh, there's a story about two people uh, having coitus in their office that comes up. I'm not one of the people. I just want to clear the air on this. <laughs> okay. I wrote the story a couple years ago when I was doing another job. So this is an issue because sometimes I meet people and they're like, oh, are you the guy that wrote that thing? And I'm like, well, you know, yeah, I have to cop to it. And I want that to stop. Okay. And right. well, this next thing is... Well, I mean, like, okay, so Norton came out with a spine-tingling... It's just one of those ideas that's super simple and super smart. And they came out with a campaign that allowed... Basically, it featured uh, protecting your digital identity. Okay? And to your point, people love to Google their name. They do. And I think there was someone else, I believe, uh, there was a young creative trying to break into the industry. That, Alec Brownstein. He yes, did, he did and he utilized ad space like creative directors' names, agencies, to, to sort of have his ad pop up whenever they Google their name, which was smart. And so this is sort of like that. Yes, this is sort of like that. But this allows people to protect their own identity, okay? So they created a platform that replaced the top search result with whatever you want, okay? Now, the genius behind it is that they're not messing with Google's algorithm because that would just be complex, they're just buying up the ad space, just like Alec, for your name so that you're using a link of your choosing. And I guess you only get like five clicks because we read the terms and conditions. Yeah. So you think this is brilliant. I think this is a little bit disingenuous on the part of Norton because, as you said, they're not actually changing the search result. All they're doing is buying an ad that after five clicks is going to go away. Yes. So but don't put, the, don't put the five clicks like against them. It's the idea behind it, and it's just money reasons they, they probably only have five. So this is sort of the, the equivalent of like when you see a commercial that makes you feel like, hey, this is how you can feel when you drive this car, or this is what your life could be like if you eat this yogurt. So it's sort of presenting this in a more sort of real-world way. It's very personal. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Still, they're lying to us. <laughs> Don't trust them. <laughs> Man, no. So hateful. <laughs> Man, he woke up on the wrong side of the bed I this did. morning. I'm pretty I need sure. <laughs> I need a jolt of electricity. <laughs> Possibly from a Tesla coil. Oh, Ooh. nice segue. That wasn't weird. <laughs> this week, Matt Inman from The Oatmeal, a cartoonist, uh, succeeded in raising $850,000, which is going to be matched by the state of New York to... Save the former lab of Nikola Tesla, the guy who did a lot of things that uh, uh, really advanced electricity and its uses. Uh, well, okay. Well, let me be a little bit more definitive than okay. Van Hoven is talking right Bring now. It. Okay. He was a major contributor to the alternating current AC to the DC to Thunderstruck. All right. <laughs> he did not invent ACDC, the, the, the band. Okay. Um, he invented the Tesla coil. I mean, his name is Tesla, Tesla coil. And he tried to pioneer wireless energy transfer, which sounds really cool. It's probably a little bit dangerous, but it's, it's cool. It's cool. It sounds cool. So, so, okay. So the interesting thing here to me was that, so this is a cartoonist, Matt Inman, who he's very passionate about this the whole subject of Tesla which is really cool. There's a car company named after. Obviously, he's a big deal. Uh, he, he, I'm just amazed at how successful he was with this because now the state has – they're not going to, like, build the museum with that money, but it's enough money to reserve it and, like, sort of update some things and make it safe again so that at some point when there's more money, they'll be able to actually open this thing. Yes. And, I mean, you, are you surprised at the fact that they got $850,000? Is that what's surprising them? Like, there's such a disconnect between the oatmeal – which is a fun site to read, and like Tesla. So Okay, well, let me make that connection really quick, okay? All right, 
you know, Matt Emin, who writes for The Oatmeal, okay, he's like a cartoonist, right, like as Matt said, he's very passionate about things, like, and he's also very passionate about Tesla. Now, you can't hate on the man for being passionate about one of the greatest inventors of American history, all right, but he's just very passionate about it, and I think that the internet backs this kind of thing, you know, like, the internet can be evil, all right, a lot of people are like, oh, internet, everyone on the internet does evil things, they're horrible, blah, 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 anonymous, anonymous, you know, but... Actually, I think everyone on the internet is actually truly at its core kind. Like, they support passion. They support uh, good things. I mean, that's just, that's just what the internet is. And I think that this is just a prime example of that. You know, like, he was passionate. He was transparent. And he was just like, we're going to do this. You know, he lit the fire. It's a huge win, not only for the oatmeal, also for the state of New York, for yes. science, for all these people. So, I, I mean, I'm, I'm inspired I'm inspired right now. And let's just say the biggest win, Mr. Nikola Tesla. Yeah. Yes. His legacy lives on. Living live the dream. He's <laughs> <laughs> dead. Okay. Oops. Okay, so a uh, couple things to look forward to in yes. today's nerd letter. Yeah. The one that I love the most, a story okay. called Meet Anthony. It's a clip from the YouTube. Yes. Um, which is about this young man, 24 years old. He's got autism, and he's starting a courier service up there in uh, Edmonton. In Edmonton, and um, let's would, let's let's send him something. I, I want to. I want to let's something? send some. Oh, no, let, not send him, but let's send someone let's something. Find two people yes. in Edmonton, and yes. like just let's just do that. Let's just do it. Because why forth. the hell not? You know what? Let's do this. Yes, I think we should actually do just this. Just like Matt Edmonton. Let's see you know what happens. What? Internet, we can do this. We're gonna do something. We're gonna give this kid some business because it's so cool. Also, watch that video. Yes. Okay. Next is this mystery package. Okay, and I'm gonna remain. Uh, it's gonna keep it a little bit of a mystery here, but they. They are opening a mystery package that hasn't been opened in a hundred years, and it's no like one time, has any idea time what's capsule. in it. Yeah, I guess like some sort of time capsule. Like when in fifth grade, you're like, "Hey, let's just bury this this cylinder into yeah. the garden." That's that what you sounded like in fifth grade? No, probably a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I'm not going to deny that. But anyways, I saw, you know, I just saw this link tweeted by Mike Manel, and it gets me a little bit nervous because this might be a marketing thing. You know, <laughs> it could be. It could be. So I'm a little bit nervous. So if it ends up being a marketing thing, bravo, whoever did it, because it it's got my it's piqued my let interest. Me just, let me just preface or add here. Mike Manella, the man who sort of was behind the movie uh, The Blair Witch Project and planted stories about students dying and the going missing and stuff. So a uh, very good marketer there. Yes. Beware. Yes. <laughs> oh, time for us to wrap things up. That's all we have for today's episode of Interschnitzel or whatever this thing is called. A big thanks goes out to our sponsors, Vitro, who you can find at vitroagency.com, and our exclusive wardrobe provider, Dom Dick and Harry. DomDickandHarry.com. 